Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to talk about some of the best NFL matchups of Week 4. I want to talk about what took place in Week 4 around the NFL. I also want to talk about um, the uh, MLB playoff picture and a little more Seattle Mariners baseball as well. So first, we'll get started with some of the best NFL matchups that took place in Week 4 of the NFL. First game, we'll talk about will be the Monday night football matchup between the Seattle Seahawks and the New York Giants. A big story in this game was the defense of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks defense played very well in this game. Uh, The game was scored early on in the first quarter. Um, It was great to see Jamal Adams back in this game for the Seattle Seahawks, but unfortunately um, that was short-lived. Jamal Adams, um, after tackling Daniel Jones, um, going low and tackling Daniel Jones. He ends up taking a knee to the side of the head, and he ends up being ruled out of the game with a concussion. Um, just another tough luck injury for Jamal Adams. Hopefully it's not too serious, and hopefully he will be back soon. Uh, but very unfortunate injury for Jamal Adams. Um, but the game was scoreless until late in the first quarter, and then um, the Seattle Seahawks comes up with their first big turnover of the game. Mario Edwards Jr. comes up with a big strip sack fumble. um, And Daniel Jones fumbles the football. The ball gets recovered by Jordan Brooks. He takes it all the way down to the 10-yard line. And Geno Smith finds DK Metcalf in the end zone for a touchdown to give the Seahawks an early 7-0 lead. But then um, in the second quarter, uh, the Giants, uh, they get their only points of the game, a field goal. That makes the score 7-3. Um, and then after that, um, the Seahawks, uh, they continue uh, to really play well on the defensive side of the football. Um, but um, Geno Smith, um, he takes a hit from Isaiah Simmons. He takes a hit to the knee, um, and he ends up having to come out of the game for a little while. Drew Locke takes over in the second quarter, um, and uh, he ends up uh, coming up with a big play. A big completion to Noah Fant. Uh, Noah Fant takes it all the way down to the two-yard line uh, where um, he ends up um, being ruled down by contact. It looked like Noah Fant uh, was going to take it in the end zone, but he ends up being ruled down by contact at the two-yard line. A big play of about 50 yards uh, from Drew Locke to Noah Fant. And then Kenneth Walker punches it into the end zone for a touchdown to give the Seahawks a 14-3 lead over the Giants. Uh, Then Geno Smith comes back into the game in the second half. um, And then uh, the Seahawks defense um, continues to play well. Uh, They get another big turnover, a big pick six by Devin Witherspoon. Um, Giants uh, driving the ball all the way down near the goal line. And then Daniel Jones throws an interception to Devin Witherspoon. He takes it 97 yards into the end zone for a touchdown. And um, the Seahawks jump out to a 21-3 lead over the Giants. Then later on in the game, they tack on a field goal to extend their lead to 24-3. And that ends up being the final score of this football game. Seahawks get a big win over the Giants. Um, And you look at what the Seahawks defense did uh, coming up with three turnovers um, and 11 sacks in this game. Uh, They blitzed all night against Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones just did not have an answer for the blitz. Um, 
And um, plenty of guys with multiple sacks in this game. Um, Bobby Wagner with two sacks. Um, Devin Witherspoon with two sacks and a pick six. Oteni Nwosu with two sacks. Jordan Brooks with two sacks. Um, you know, um, Cameron Young ended up with a sack in this game as well. Uh, Draymond Jones um, also ended up with a sack in this game. Um, um, I believe he had a couple of sacks. So, um, you know, everybody just really contributing um, on this defense for the Seahawks. Uh, Quandre Diggs also ended up with his first interception in this game as well. So um, the Seahawks defense, like I said, was the big story in this game. Offensively, uh, they really didn't do a whole lot, uh, but they did enough to get the win. A good game for Kenneth Walker, 80 rushing yards and a touchdown. Um, Zach Charbonnet ran the football well and limited opportunities. He ended up with about 30 rushing yards in this game as well. Um, you know, Geno Smith um, really didn't have to do a whole lot in this game, uh, but he did enough um, for the Seahawks to get a big win over the Giants, 24-3. Uh, to So, um, solid win for the Seahawks. They improved to 3-1. and one. Um, This defense is still a work in progress, but they are making steps in the right direction, and uh, they really played well in this game. So, great win for the Seahawks. So, that's my thoughts on the Seahawks-Giants game. Now I want to talk about a few of the other matchups around the NFL. Um, there were a lot of interesting games for Week 4. Um, there were some games that were really close, um, and there were a lot of blowouts this week as well. Um, so um, first we will talk about the Thursday night football game between the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. Big win for the Lions to take over. Sole possession of first place in the NFC North. Uh, really good game for David Montgomery. He ended up with three rushing touchdowns, 121 rushing yards in this game. Uh, Jared Goff plays well. He throws a touchdown pass to Amon Ross St. Brown and the Lions to get a big win over the Packers, 34-20. to um, Another interesting game uh, was between um, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and the Atlanta Falcons. This game took place in London. Trevor Lawrence really played well. Really good game for Calvin Ridley against his former team. Um, and uh, also, uh, Christian Kirk really played well in this game for the Jaguars. Uh, their defense played well, um, holding the Falcons to just seven points. And uh, the Jaguars, um, they get a big win over the Falcons. And Desmond Ritter continues to struggle on the road. He is still looking for his first career road win. So Jaguars um, get the big win over the Falcons. Um, another interesting game was between the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. The Bills dominated this game, a really good game for Josh Allen um, and Stephon Diggs. Uh, they get a big win over the Miami Dolphins, 48-20. to I thought the Buffalo Bills defense did a very good job of matching up against this very explosive Miami Dolphins offense. Um, and uh, the Bills, they got a big win over the Dolphins to hand the Dolphins their first loss of the season. Um, another interesting game was between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. A really good game for Lamar Jackson. Um, he ends up with four total touchdowns, uh, two rushing touchdowns, and two touchdown passes in this game. Um, Dorian Thompson-Robinson ends up uh, getting the start at quarterback for the Browns. Deshaun Watson was out with a shoulder injury, so the Browns they had to go with the rookie. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, also known as DTR, um, but uh, they really could not get anything going offensively. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens defense holds the Browns 
to just three points. And um, they get a big win um, over the Cleveland Browns. Another interesting game uh, was between um, the uh, uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the 49ers, they remain undefeated. Big game for Christian McCaffrey with four total touchdowns, um, three rushing touchdowns, and one receiving touchdown. Um, I mean, Christian McCaffrey just did it all in this game, including hurtling over a defender to get into the end zone. Um, big game for Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Brock Purdy also ended up with a rushing touchdown in this game as well. 49ers get a big 35-16 to win over the Arizona Cardinals to remain undefeated at 4-0. and uh, The Philadelphia Eagles, they also remain undefeated. Uh, they win a close game over the Washington Commanders in overtime. Um, I was surprised at how close this game was. Both quarterbacks played well. A good game for Jalen Hurts and Sam Howell. Uh, but in the end, it was a big game by Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, uh, which lead to the Eagles um, getting a big win over the Washington Commanders. Um, another interesting game uh, was between um, the uh, um, Indianapolis Colts and the L.A. Rams. Uh, the Rams jump out to a big 23 to nothing lead, but the Colts um, and Anthony Richardson, um, you know, they fight their way back into this game. This game ends up going into overtime, um, and then Matthew Stafford finds Puka Nakua in the end zone for a touchdown, and the Rams get the win over the Colts in overtime. Um, <clears throat> another interesting game uh, was between uh, the um, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Houston Texans. Texans get another big win, another big game for C.J. Strout. Um, he has another game um, where he throws for over 300 yards without throwing an interception. So C.J. Strout has yet to throw an interception um, in his NFL career. And the Texans pick up their second win of the season to improve to 2-2 two and two with a big 30-6 to six win over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett um, ends up having to leave the game with a knee injury. Pat Fryermuth ends up having to leave the game with a hamstring injury. So Steelers a little bit banged up going into week five. Um, so we'll see um, uh, what that team will look like uh, going into week five. Uh, but the Texans, they get a big win over the Steelers. Um, the Vikings, um, they get a close win over the Carolina Panthers uh, to get their first win of the season, 21-13. to um, So the Vikings pick up their first win of the season. Panthers remain winless. Uh, we'll see if Bryce Young uh, can get them back on track um, in their next game. But um, the Vikings get their first win of the season. Another interesting game was between the Denver Broncos and the Chicago Bears. Two teams looking for their first win of the season. Uh, the Bears jump out to a big 21 to nothing lead, but then Russell Wilson leads the Broncos all the way back, and the Broncos end up getting the win over the Bears to pick up their first win of the season. Um, definitely a tough loss for Justin Fields, uh, but uh, um, definitely a good win for Russell Wilson. So Broncos, they get their first win of the season. Um, Another interesting game was between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Tennessee Titans. Titans, they get a big win. Uh, good game for Derrick Henry. He ends up with um, a big rushing touchdown. He also throws a touchdown pass in this game as well. And um, the Bengals' offense continues to struggle. Um, the Titans' defense holds them to just three points. And um, Titans get a big win over the Bengals. Um, so uh, lots of good games. This week around the NFL, the Chiefs and Jets game, 
that was a much better game than I anticipated. Uh, both teams played very well. Um, statistically, Zach Wilson outperformed Patrick Mahomes. Um, when you look at, you know, uh, passing yards um, and completions. Uh, but in the end, um, a costly fumble by Zach Wilson at the end of the game, um, which uh, led the Chiefs uh, to run the football well late in the fourth quarter. They ran the clock down, um, and they were able to kick the game-winning field goal. And the Chiefs get the win over the Jets 23-20. to um, There was, um, you know, um, um, a bit of a struggle by Patrick Mahomes. In this game, he did throw a few interceptions, um, <clears throat> but um, the the Chiefs they were able to hang on and win that game. Um, you know, there was an interception that was um, called back uh, that should have been an interception, um, but uh, you know, a bad call by the refs. Um, you know, throwing a flag after Sauce Gardner came up with an interception um, from Patrick Mahomes, um, but uh, you know, a bad call. Um, ended up giving the ball back to the Chiefs. Um, and uh, the Chiefs, you know, they end up winning that game. Um, but, uh, you know, I thought a well-played game uh, by both the Chiefs and uh, uh, the Chiefs and the Jets. Um, but uh, the Chiefs, uh, they end up getting the win. So uh, that's my thoughts on um, most of the games uh, for week four in the NFL. Um, if I didn't mention your team, um, you know, hopefully I'll get to them next time. Sorry about that. But, um, you know, um, lots of good games, lots of interesting games in week four. Now we'll talk um, Seattle Mariners baseball. Very interesting series between the Mariners and the Rangers. Um, looking at this series, uh, Mariners, um, they really needed to play well in this series. And they needed some help from the Diamondbacks against the Astros in order for the Mariners to get a playoff spot. Uh, game one. Um, this was a, a very good game. Logan Gilbert on the mound for the Mariners going up against Jordan Montgomery. And uh, in this game, the Astros, or excuse me, the Rangers, uh, they get on the board first. They get a couple of solo home runs by Adolis Garcia um, and uh, by um, Leone Tavares. Uh, they jump out to a 2 to nothing lead. Then Julio Rodriguez puts the Mariners on the board with a solo home run, his 32nd home run of the season that made this score 2-1. to one. Uh, but then um, after that, um, the score remains tied 2-1. to one. Um, Both starting pitchers pitch six innings. Then this becomes the battle of the bullpens. And uh, score remains tied 2-1 to one going into the bottom of the ninth inning. Mariners with their season on the line. Uh, they get the bases loaded, nobody out. Aroldis Chapman comes out of the game after struggling for the Rangers. Uh, they go back to their bullpen, bring in another reliever. He gets a couple of quick outs. Uh, so base loaded for J.P. Crawford, and J.P. Crawford comes through with a big uh, two-run double with two outs, and um, the big walk-off double for J.P. Crawford, and the Mariners go on to win that game, final score of 3-2 to two to keep their season alive. Game two, this was another very interesting game as well. I was at this game at T-Mobile Park. Brian Wu got the start in this game for the Mariners going up against Nathan Avaldi, and uh, in this game, the Mariners... Um, they really broke out the bats in this game. Ty France got things going with a solo home run, his 12th home run of the season to give the Mariners a one to nothing lead. Really good game for Josh Rojas. He ends up driving in a couple of runs. He hits a solo home run. He also drives in a run with a base hit. Um, 
and a really good game for J.P. Crawford as well. Um, bases loaded, Grandma gets out the rye bread and mustard and makes a grand salami sandwich. J.P. Crawford hits a big grand slam. Mariners go on to win this game, final score of 8 nothing. Really good pitching by Brian Wu in this game. He didn't pitch very deep in this game. The Rangers, uh, they did um, do a really good job of making him throw a lot of pitches. But uh, Brian Wu was able to work around traffic. He was able to pitch um, three and two-thirds innings. Um, so he was able to pitch into the fourth inning without allowing any runs. Uh, Mariners' bullpen takes over. And um, this ends up being a really good game for the Mariners. They didn't have to use any of their high-leverage pitchers in this game um, with the Mariners jumping out to a big lead. And uh, they go on to win game two, final score of 8 to nothing. Game three, this is where it kind of unraveled for the Mariners. Luis Castillo got the start in this game for the Mariners, going up against Andrew Heaney. Um, this was supposed to be a bullpen day for the Rangers uh, with Andrew Heaney getting the start. Um, Andrew Heaney, of course, a starting pitcher who was moved to the Rangers bullpen, uh, but he ends up pitching very well in this ball game. He pitches five scoreless innings. Mariners had a big opportunity to try to climb their way back into this game. They had the bases loaded. They were not able to score any runs against Andrew Heaney and the Rangers. They really got their offense going in this game. Um, they jumped out to an early lead, uh, Josh Young and Nathaniel Lowe doing some early damage. Um, but uh, the big damage came from uh, Jonah Heim. Um, he drove in a pair of runs. He also walked with the bases loaded to bring in another run. Uh, Rangers jumped out to a 5 nothing lead before the Mariners were finally able to get a run on the board. A solo home run by Eugenio Suarez. Um, his uh, 22nd home run of the season that made the score 5-1. to one. But then the Rangers were able to tack on one more run. A uh, very rough outing for Luis Castillo. Um, he really struggled with his command in this ballgame. He ended up walking five batters. And, um, you know, uh, that really ended up hurting him in this outing. He was not able to pitch very deep into this game for the Mariners. And um, the Rangers go on to win game three. Final score of 6-1. to one, And unfortunately, uh, this loss for the Mariners ends up eliminating the Mariners from postseason contention. The Astros... They end up sweeping the Diamondbacks um, and uh, eliminating the Mariners from postseason contention. Astros end up winning uh, the American League West division, and the Rangers get that third final American League wildcard spot. Uh, but uh, the Mariners, they bounce back in game four. George Kirby pitches six scoreless innings, um, going up against Dane Dunning, um, and the Mariners go on to win that game one to nothing. Dom Canzone um, drives in the only run of the ball game. And the Mariners, they win game four, final score of one to nothing. They do take three out of four from the Rangers, so they do win the series. But unfortunately, um, they were not able to get enough help from the Diamondbacks. And uh, they end up um, just a little bit short of making the playoffs. Um, but you can look at a lot of games this season uh, where the Mariners, you know, they played in a lot of close games. Unfortunately, they were not able to win enough of those close games this season to get a playoff spot, but, um, you know, still a pretty good season for the Mariners with 88 wins. Unfortunately, um, you know, it is a little disappointing that they were not able to make the playoffs this year, uh, but there's still a lot of exciting things to build on for this Mariners ball club going into next season. And I'm sure that Jerry DePoto and Justin Hollander will do whatever it takes 
uh, to make this team better, um, whether in trades or in free agency. Uh, but they will continue to add to this ball club to try to make a playoff run next season. But, um, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, Mariners uh, just could not, um, you know, um, get that series win, um, you know, um, in that series against the Astros uh, right before this final series against the Rangers. Uh, maybe if the Mariners would have won that series, uh, things would have looked a little bit different. But um, unfortunately, Mariners just coming up a little bit short. So, um, you know, um, better luck next season, hopefully for the Mariners. Um, but uh, this is an exciting ball club, and I can't wait to see what they do next season. So that's my thoughts on Seattle Mariners baseball. Now I want to talk about the MLB playoff picture. Um, this is going to be a very interesting postseason uh, with the pitch clock, um, you know, uh, being a factor now. Um, it's going to make this very entertaining, and um, it'll be really interesting to see how this goes. Uh, looking at these playoff matchups, um, the teams that will be getting a bye um, over the National League, the Atlanta Braves, National League East champions, and the number one seed, they get the bye. Um, and uh, also uh, the um, L.A. Dodgers, uh, they get uh, the bye as the second seed um, in uh, um, the National League um, playoffs. Um, they win the National League West, so they get the bye. Um, and um, <clears throat> so looking at the matchups for the wild card, uh, round in the National League, uh, you have um, the Arizona Diamondbacks as a third wild card spot going up against um, the National League Central champion Milwaukee Brewers. I do think that the Brewers will win this series. Um, you know, the Diamondbacks, a very young ball club. Um, Brewers, you know, they have really good pitching. Um, you know, they have players that have had playoff success um, in the past. So I do think that they will find a way to win this series. Um, Another um, interesting matchup in the National League wild card will be between the Miami Marlins and the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, looking at this matchup, um, you know, I think the Phillies, you know, they have more postseason experience. Uh, they have guys that have been there before. Bryce Harper, um, Nick Cassianos, uh, Kyle Schwarber. Um, and, uh, you know, I think the Miami Marlins, you know, they do have very good pitching, uh, but, um, you know, they are ranked near the bottom offensively in the National League. Um, and I think that will end up hurting them against the Phillies. And I think the Phillies will win that series. Um, over in the American League, um, you have the Baltimore Orioles as the number one seed, AL East champions, Houston Astros, number two seed, AL West champions. So they will get the buys. Um, and then uh, you have um, the uh, Toronto Blue Jays in the third wild card spot um, going up against uh, the Minnesota Twins, uh, that should be a good series. Um, Minnesota Twins have very good pitching. Blue Jays, they have very good pitching and very good offense. I think the Blue Jays will win that series. Um, you know, they I think they do have um, a better offense than the Minnesota Twins. I think they will win that series. Um, and then um, the uh, – um, uh, Texas Rangers will go up against uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, that should be a good series as well. Uh, two teams, uh, very good offenses. Um, but um, in the end, I think the Rays have better pitching. Um, and I think that they will find a way uh, to win this series against the Rangers. So um, that's my thoughts on uh, the MLB 
playoff matchups. It should be a fun MLB postseason. Uh, remember the wild card round is a best of a three game series. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but it uh, should be a fun first round of the MLB playoffs. So that's my thoughts on everything for today. And I just want to leave you guys uh, with a quick Bible verse before I go. Um, <clears throat> I want to share with you guys the Bible verse uh, that um, inspired me to start this podcast. Um, you know, uh, for a long time, I, I wanted to do a sports podcast. Um, but, uh, you know, I felt God uh, really calling me um, not only to talk about sports, but to dive into God's word as well and to share um, encouraging Bible verses um, at the end of each podcast episode. Um, you know, but I wasn't feeling confident. I wasn't sure that I knew, um, you know, really enough about sports or enough about, you know, sharing God's word. Um, and I remember, you know, just praying and asking God to, um, you know, to to have the Holy Spirit put the right words in my mouth and, and to show me what to say. Um, and, um, you know, I just wasn't sure, um, you know, um, how I would go about, you know, doing this. Um, but, you know, um, God works in mysterious ways and in incredible ways. Um, and he showed me this Bible verse from the book of Isaiah that said, I will lead the blind down roads they do not know, and I will be the light in the darkness for them. And where they go, they will not stumble. Um, and uh, that verse really inspired me, um, you know, not only to start this podcast, but to really allow God, um, you know, to just really uh, take control and to lead my life. Um, and, you know, that inspired me to really do God's will and uh, trust in God's plan for my life. So I just wanted to share that Bible verse with you guys and remind you to always trust in God. Know that God has a plan and a purpose for each and every single one of you. Um, and uh, you trust in God um, and trust in his will, you will be victorious. So I just wanted to leave you guys with that today. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Go Hawks!